0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the What Would Chino podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you are new here, welcome. Obviously, by the title of today's episode, I am doing the science behind cold water therapy. I think this has been one of my most requested podcast episodes because I talk about it a lot on my Instagram page and even on TikTok. And yeah, a lot of you wanted me to kind of talk about the benefits, why it's beneficial. And you guys had a lot of questions surrounding how to do it, if there's a way to practice cold water therapy properly. And I'm going to be answering all those questions in a little bit. You obviously can't tell if you're listening to this as an audio, but I'm actually recording this off my laptop. So there's a little bit weird, like video as well as recording the audio. Obviously, my video quality is not great, but. I was speaking to someone the other day and they reminded me that we all start somewhere because I like, obviously have done guest video recordings, but I really want to start recording myself when I do solo episodes and I've been putting it off and yeah, someone reminded me that we all start somewhere. So I am videoing this off my laptop as well, but obviously before we get into today's episode, Uh, The quote of the week for this week is, hurt people hurt others, but luckily healed people heal others. Safe people shelter others. Free spirits free others. Enlightened people illuminate others and love always wins. So shine your light of love on all who may cross your path in life because what you do matters. And gratitude for today. I'm grateful for the Melbourne weather today it's like 30 something degrees it's absolutely beautiful. I am also grateful that my mum got to Queensland safely. She has officially moved to Queensland. She's now living there and she drove up there and she got got there safely so I'm grateful that she got there all okay. Shout out mum. And I'm also grateful for my new portable ice bath that I've had for a few weeks that is absolutely amazing, and I'm so glad I came across it. On that, I actually am gonna give away one from the same brand, same company that I got mine off a portable ice bath. You can literally pack it up, take it anywhere. It's really easy to use. I know these are becoming more and more popular. So I thought what better way than to create a little giveaway for you guys to be able to win one if you do want one. I will remind you at the end of the episode as well after I speak about all the benefits. But if you want to win the portable ice bath, all you have to do is take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and share it to your social media and tag What Would She Know podcast so I can see it and you will have the chance to win a free portable ice bath. So get sharing and I will announce the winner in a few weeks. If you haven't already, pause this and make sure you get your gratitude in and reflect on a few things that have gone well for you in the past few days or today or in the past week or things that you are genuinely grateful for. Anyway, so today I'm going to be running you through what exactly is cold water therapy? What are the benefits of it? What to not do when practicing cold water therapy? How often do you need to be doing to get the benefits? What temperature should you be aiming for? And I'm answering a few common questions that you guys asked me in relation to it at the end, but what exactly is cold water therapy? So it's pretty self-explanatory, but It's when you deliberately put yourself into cold water, whether that be ice baths or cold showers or cold plunges. And the benefits of it is that it makes you more alert, more motivated, makes you feel good. It's great for muscle recovery. It increases your metabolism, immunity, and so much more. And I will talk about the benefits in more detail, but that's pretty much what cold water therapy is. And it's becoming more and more popular. There's more and more research about it. And yeah, before I got my cold plunge, like I still... Like last week, I haven't been doing my cold plunge. I've just been doing cold showers because I've been lazy with getting ice for it because obviously Melbourne, it's summer at the moment. And because my cold plunge is outside, it it hasn't been warm enough for me. I mean, cold enough for me to use. So yeah, I've just been having a cold shower every day. And before I got my cold plunge, that's what I was doing, like the cold shower instead of the cold plunge and it's just as just as good for you I think the cold showers are actually harder than the cold plunges I don't know if that's just me but yeah let's get into the benefits so when you want to have a cold shower or a cold plunge and you want the mental benefits what you want to do is you want to have the water hitting the back of your neck which is simulating what's known as the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve is what connects our brain to our body. So it's very important and controls for a whole range of things. The vagus nerve is an important part of what's called the parasympathetic nervous system, which connects many of our organs, such as the brain, our heart, liver, and gut. And having a low vagal tone means that the vagus nerve is impaired in its functioning, which is a well-known cause of stress. And this subsequently leads to conditions like anxiety, depression, gut problems, and inflammation. And research has come out that stimulating the vagus nerve which is the back of our neck through cold water increases stimulation of the nervous system so while your body tries to adjust to the cold water your sympathetic nervous system declines while your parasympathetic nervous system activity increases so our sympathetic is our fight or flight response so that prepares us for danger so if you're someone who struggles with anxiety or other common mental health issues it's most likely because you are in a state of fight or flight which is our sympathetic nervous system but our parasympathetic parasympathetic is the opposite. It is our rest and digest function. This is the nervous system that relaxes us and it decreases our heart rate. It relaxes our bladder and other digestions. And this is a system that we want to be in for majority of our life. So it's kind of like our, it's like our safe and our calming system. So when you do cold water therapy and you're targeting the back of the, your neck, your parasympathetic, which is our rest and digest, is activated. And that's what we want because it's going to help things like anxiety and stress. So if you're someone who thinks you're in a state of fight or flight, which is our synthetic, the good news is that cold water therapy activates our parasympathetic and brings us back into that rest state. So really good for people with anxiety. Cold water therapy, I still can't get over this, but cold water therapy has been shown to increase dopamine released by up to 250% and research now suggests that it could even be more. That's equivalent to doing cocaine, except you won't have a rise and crash like cocaine. It will be a sustained rise in dopamine that lasts up to three hours. It also increases norepinephrine, which is adrenaline, by 530%, which is incredible. Cold water is doing this to us. So the combination of these neurotransmitters rocketing fire millions of synapses that ignite every cell in our body, which is what makes us feel euphoric. Why does it do this? A dopamine system somehow reacts to cold water therapy in a way where it does release all of those chemicals. And I know this sounds insane, when I'm trying to educate my friends on some of the stuff that I'm learning through uni and through my own research and following people who are researchers and neuroscientists who do a lot of research on all of this stuff, I often will say to them, like when I'm trying to educate them and I'm saying how important doing cold water therapy is, even though it sounds crazy, I'll say take this advice from psychology, Lily, not woo-woo-lily, because this is no bullshit, it's science, because obviously I'm – quite an open-minded person and there's like a there's a very much there's a there's a spiritual side to me which I I believe is just as real as science but I know a lot of people don't believe in that stuff as well which is completely okay that's why I'm kind of like I will say to them no this is psychology lily not really lily Trust me and listen to me when I say this is something that you need to be doing in your life. Another benefit to cold water therapy is brown fat is activated when you do cold water therapy and brown fat is the fat that burns calories and energies. White fat gets converted into brown fat and white fat is more difficult to burn. And there's something Dr. Andrew Huberman was saying that if you make yourself shiver, when you're practicing cold water therapy. So if you're in the shower, you can kind of like step out and make yourself shiver and go back in. This is what will activate your brown fat, which is what we want to get activated. There was a study done last year with mice and the cold exposure activated their brown fat tissue, which like I said, burns energy rather than storing it. And it reduced tumor energy supply. Cold water therapy also prevents and treats muscle soreness out after exercise i think this is one like obviously we a lot of us already probably know and a lot of people use cold water therapy and ice baths and cold plunges for this reason but i think a lot of us still well a lot of people aren't educated on the benefits of the mental side as well so really there's just the benefits to this is incredible it also increases your core body temperature. It creates better blood flow in the body. And by getting into cold water when you don't want to, you are overriding your limbic friction. So this means you're building resilience and mental resilience. I have another tip if you want to challenge yourself even more. I got this from Dr. Andrew Huberman, who was a neuroscience professor and researcher who I absolutely love. I share a lot of his stuff on my podcast page and I learn a lot from him as well. But when we're in the cold, our body is generating heat and the heat creates this thermal layer that will surround your entire body. So when you're in a cold plunge or you're standing in the shower or something and you're standing still, that layer is created and it'll actually make you a little bit warmer. But if you move yourself around, this is where this is if you really want to challenge yourself, move yourself around in the cold water. And by doing this, you will create more mental resilience and more benefits will arise as a result of doing this because, yeah, you're, you're challenging yourself even more and you're fighting off that thermal heat layer that your body is generating. My like obviously... Oh, it also increases BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. I'm pretty sure I said that right. But I know I said before it increases dopamine by up to 250%. And research is now even suggesting that it could be even more... But if you don't know what dopamine is, dopamine is a neurotransmitter that is strongly tied to our brain's reward system. So you've probably heard of it being the feel-good chemical or the reward chemical in the brain. And it plays a role in regulating our mood. So people with ADHD have a really low level of dopamine. So cold water therapy is really good for them. This is one of the reasons why I do it because as soon as I do it and I get out, I feel fucking incredible. And I was telling my housemate about it and she got in the cold plunge for the first time and she said before she got into the cold plunge she was sitting on the couch and had no energy and then she went and did the cold plunge and she said it was almost like she had a she had this boost of energy and she felt motivated and she also said that it increases BDNF which is brain-derived neurotropic factor I again I think i butchered how to pronounce her it pronounce it but what BDNF is is It's a brain growth protein that ultimately improves our brain and nervous system function. So low levels of BDNF have been linked to obesity, depression, schizophrenia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, and other neurodegenerative disorders. So BDNF is very important. And one way to increase your BDNF is by having a cold shower or getting in a cold plunge or an ice bath or whatever. So the benefits are just – and I've probably missed more. Prob- there are probably more benefits that I haven't even listed, but they're the benefits of cold water therapy. What not to do? Now, to get the benefits, it obviously has to be uncomfortably cold, Uncomfortably cold, but don't get into water that's dangerously cold. And I'll go into water temp soon on like what temperature the water actually has to be in order for it to be beneficial. Now, this tip here, what not to do, is something that I don't think a lot of people are aware of. If you love the gym, ice baths can actually kill your gains within the first four hours after a workout because it obviously reduces inflammation. So it's recommended you do cold water therapy before a gym session or you wait four hours after it so you aren't killing your muscle and endurance growth. So everything you've been told about that is a lie. Obviously, it helps with recovery and inflammation, but you shouldn't be doing it after your workout if your focus is building muscle because it will ruin the process and your gain. So that is a hot tip on what not to do. How often... I was getting a lot of questions on like, how often do I have to do this? So the research suggests that to get all the benefits that I listed before, you need to be doing it for 11 minutes every week. Now, not 11 minutes every time, but 11 minutes over the duration of a week. So you can obviously break this down into, you know, one to three minutes daily or two lots of five minutes. It's completely up to you how you want to do that. Normally I'll do, I'll try to be, in the cold shower for a minute when I was like when I get in the cold plunge I do about two minutes I think the coldest I've ever done to date is seven degrees that I know of I did eight degrees for eight minutes and that was like really challenging like kind of the mental side of it but when I got out afterwards oh my fucking god I felt incredible like euphoric incredible and another common question is you know, what temperature does that does that have to be at in order to, like what temperature do I have to be in in order for me to get all the benefits? So there was an article that was published in 2000 that looks at the different responses to immersion into cold water at different temperatures. So I'll run you through what that study found. So immersion at 32 degrees did not change metabolic rate but lowered heart rate by 15%. Plasma retain activity, cortisol decreased by 46%, 34%, and 17%, which regulated blood pressure. Immersion at 20 degrees caused a similar decrease in plasma retain activity, heart rate, and blood pressure as 32 degrees, but there was an increased metabolic rate by 93%. Now, this one is the important one. Immersion at 14 degrees so 14 and below, increased metabolic rate by 350%, increased norepinephrine by 530% and dopamine by 250%. Cortisol also decreased significantly. So the key takeaway from what that study found is that you need to be getting in water below 14 degrees. So this is like uncomfortably cold, like holy shit, I don't want to be in here right now cold in order for you to get the benefits. I also have some questions that you guys asked in relation to this episode. So someone asked, does it matter if I start off hot in the shower, then go cold and then go hot again to finish? No, it doesn't matter. This is what I do, especially if it's really cold in the morning, like I'll start off with a hot shower and then I'll do cold and then I'll do warm again. I don't know if this is actually easier or harder, but I think if you want to get in the shower and you want to be alert and awake straight away, I do cold first and then warm water. But no matter what way you do it in the shower. So if you want to do, if you want to have a hot shower, then you want to turn it to cold for a few minutes and then finish off with hot. It's not going to affect the benefits of cold water therapy to my understanding and from what I've researched and from what other neuroscientists have said when speaking about this topic. So I don't know that that statement or that answer to the question right there could change, but yeah, I also like definitely recommend when I started doing cold showers, I literally would start off by doing 10 seconds and I'd focus on my breathing through my nose And I just kept reminding myself in the moment, and I still do it sometimes when I'm really struggling, of like how it was going to make me feel afterwards, because I know it does make me feel alert, and I have more energy, and I'm focused after I do my cold showers. And the second question is, does it get easier? I think that it does get easier. I personally do. Like... Over time, and even like when you immerse yourself into like things like cold plunges, like I think that when I've done a few minutes, more than two minutes, the first minute to two minutes, I think is the hardest because you're fighting off that, that urge in your head, that uncomfortability that your mind is trying to like get you out. The ego is telling you, no, this is too uncomfortable. I hate the cold. Like, that's when you break and you want to get out because you give in to your mind trying to convince you that this this is pointless you know you don't like this it's too uncomfortable it's bullshit blah 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 that's the ego and as soon as you fight off that and you're in there and you take control of your body and your mind it is it just unless you do it like i can't explain the feeling that comes with it. So people who have done it, you understand what I mean, but once you fight past that urge of fighting off your ego and you take back that control of your body, it's just an incredible feeling. And I know it's hard and it's uncomfortable, but it's, like I said, it's just the most incredible feeling. And my best advice to everyone who, you know, is like, I don't want to do it. I, I would tell myself that The benefits outweigh those first few 30 seconds to a minute of extreme uncomfortability. But the feelings you get when you notice you have overcome your mind's resistance is incredible. Like I know I said, I know I've already spoken about that, but you just got to push through it. And remember, everyone starts somewhere and yeah, be proud of yourself. Try something new, get comfortable, get curious as to why your mind is resisting it so much because once you fight that, you'll be a bloody superhero. So doing cold water therapy, it has to be below 14 degrees. It has to be 11 minutes per week to get all the benefits. It's going to help anxiety, depression, ADHD. It calms your nervous system. It burns brown fat. It increases your immunity. It helps muscle recovery. It helps your metabolism. It sets up your focus, your motivation. It's equivalent to doing cocaine, except it's not cocaine and it lasts longer and it's natural and it doesn't have negative side effects like cocaine does. Don't obviously do this if you are focusing on muscle gains at the gym. You need to do it before you go to the gym or you need to wait four hours after your workout. And yeah. I challenge you, go and have a cold shower. I saw a quote Wim Hof said that, uh, you know, you have to have a shower anyway, every day. So why not just change it 30 seconds at the start or the end or the middle to cold water? Like, why not put yourself up to the challenge? And remember, guys, I obviously am giving away a free portable ice bath. If you want to know what it looks like, I have got videos on my TikTok and my Instagram of me with mine. It'll be exactly that same brand. If you want the chance to win your own portable ice bath, you need to add a story of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me so that I can see you have done it and I will announce the winner very soon. So good luck and thank you for supporting me. I thought it was definitely time to give back to you guys and create my own little giveaway. But if you guys didn't want to wait and you wanted to purchase a portable ice bath now and you didn't want to be a part of the giveaway, I will leave a link to the website with a direct link to the portable ice bath in the show notes so you guys can go and have a look or purchase one yourself. I obviously have my own and I got it as a birthday present from my dad. Shout out, dad. Thank you. Appreciate it so much. But yeah, I love it, so I will leave the link to that in my show notes, but good luck for the giveaway regardless. But of course, my recommendation of the week. I went here a few weeks ago, but I had I wanted to tell you guys about it. So it's called Sense of Self. I took my housemate there a few weeks ago for her birthday, and what it is, it is in Melbourne. But what it is, it's a bathhouse in Matzo massage studio so it has like a magnesium bath pool it has a sauna a steam room a cold plunge it's got massage rooms it has like this room where you can like sit in a relaxing they like kind of like day bed things where you can read your book it's a no phone zone which I thought was really good even though I wanted to take photos of the place but you couldn't because it was a no phone zone but that's my recommendation of the week I think it'd be a great like gift idea if you wanted to take your friend there for their birthday They're two-hour bookings by the way like you you go there for two hours a great date idea or even you know a solo date idea if you wanted to spend some time with yourself and maybe you wanted an idea for a little self-care day for yourself you could take yourself there but yeah that's my recommendation for the week and thank you guys for listening don't forget to s- subscribe leave me a review but only if you like listening to the podcast of course and I hope you have an amazing week and remember nothing changes if nothing changes and also have a cold shower